My good peoples, welcome no, to another. Ep- no, I can't. I can't start no, that way. No. <laughs> you see how they're going to just stop me in the midst of my intro? Like, nah, nigga, run that back. <laughs> run that back. Yes. All right, dang man, I try to do something. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talk Like Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante Credo here with my fam in the building. KT, what's up, girl? How you feeling? How you living? This how I'm living. So, so for the listeners, she just raised a glass of wine, and she's taking a sip or two or three Monday. right now on a Monday. So you know, you know the vibes. Peshaw, what's going on, bro? Man, God is good. God is great. Can we thank him for his food? Like we. Yeah, all the other good uh-huh. stuff, man. Man, you know, still foster <laughs> blessed, man. You know, um, living a pur- purposeful life. Uh huh. And that's that's all we can do, man. Listen, today has been um, quite the Monday, so we're gonna talk about some stuff, and we're gonna get up out of here because it's just been one of them days. But we want to do this for y'all, for y'all. So we love y'all. Um, yeah, because we love y'all. We love y'all. Now, that, that brings me back to, um, what's that chick from Mary Mary when she made that trash gospel song? I love God. You love, love God? God? What's wrong with you? With you? I love him, I love him, I yeah, love him. That song was trash. But, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I hated that song. Like, <laughs> trash. All right, anyway. Um, there's been quite a few, I guess, pop culture read things that's gone down in the last couple of days. Have have anybody seen the new Candyman? No. Uh, no. It doesn't know. I won't spoil Candyman. it. Go ahead. Spoil it. I won't spoil well spoil it. I won't spoil it, but I'ma say one or two things. I want to congratulate the director Nia DaCosta. Because she's the first black female director to debut a film at number one. So it's doing really well. Uh, so congratulations to her and for the film. And number two, the film is trash. Oh. The film is trash. I did. I did not like the film um, at all. It just didn't make didn't make sense to me. Didn't like it. But just, congratulations I, I just, to her I, for I the I just success. clicked on it. I just clicked on it. Yep. Yeah. So, check it out. It's doing good. It's doing well. Uh, congrats to her. All praises and applause. But for me personally, I felt like it's trash. So I, I need let, you to hit the button. Let, oh, this is doo doo, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> this is doo doo, baby. All right. So <laughs> here is my thought that I had today. Because you know when it comes far as culturally, black folk, we really don't do the horror film thing. Like, not like our white counterparts. Like, they come out with a new horror film like every other month. And, you know, white people, for the most part, they go and see them things. We normally don't see horror movies because those are the movies we actually talk through and we laugh through because stuff doesn't make sense to us and stuff is funny to us. Count me among that lot because... I sit through it. I'm just like, why would you, why would you think that's a good idea? Why would you, of course, the stereotypical white girl, she runs away and falls. Oh, there's the black guy or the black person dying in the beginning of the film. You know, that type of thing. Um, can anyone think of like three, three really good black horror films? Or you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll make it a little easier. Like three black horror slash thriller films where it's like, ah, that was really good. Um, 
Tales from the Hood. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Tales from the Hood. Right. Um, I thought the original Candyman was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Beloved. That's t- <laughs> What'd you say? Beloved. Beloved. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years of slavery <laughs> Roots Yeah I mean uh, well, hey, Those movies scarred me for life I'm just telling you You talking mm-hmm. about horror movies mm-hmm. yeah. So I ain't even think about it like that But actually yeah that, that's some I'm a star we, we have our own horror films <laughs> I'm a star Yep Give it us But free. yeah Give us us free So like Tales of the Hood, Tales from the Hood. Um, but what was the recent one by Jordan Peele? I thought was really good. Get out. Um, get out. But Tales he did get hood, out. He get did out. us. Yeah, us. I really wasn't like us. I was like, eh. Like it started off really had, good, but then the second like, half was like, it had a lot of yeah. symbolism in it that it, it got mm-hmm. a little too deep for me. It was like, okay, yeah. bring it on back. You went too far. Exactly. It was like, you know, it the setup seemed to be like, oh, this is about to be some shit. Like something's about to go down. And then mm-hmm. it was like, oh, uh, like, okay, you lost me. Um so I I won't count that one. This Candyman, as well as it's doing, which I think people were more excited because they thought it was gonna be like a sequel, uh like a legacy continuation of the original Candyman, which mm-hmm. you know, I can count those. So Tales from the Hood. The original Candyman and um, and Get Out mm-hmm. are like the main three like black horror films. I like yo, the, they were really good. Um, now horror. Series. Are we comparing those? Yeah, are we comparing those type of horror films to like um, like Freddy Krueger and all them? Because yeah, are we comparing that, yeah. you know, on, that on that level type of horror? Yes and no. Like, of I guess we got know, our own you, you type of horror. Yeah. True, but again, like the, the the cultural type of thing, to where of course, you know, everything doesn't have to click and make sense and stuff. Some things will have to fall into that category of oh, why would you go down that dark room and open that door type of thing? You know, of mm-hmm. course, some yeah. stuff like that has to happen in horror stories, but for the most part, when the story itself doesn't make sense, it's just. We have the scary figure, the scary story, and then just random scary stuff happens. It's like it doesn't make sense, and that that's my biggest criticism when it comes to this new Candyman. It was like the story and the and what was happening in the movie didn't make sense. It was like why would this happen? And you know, I'll, I'll give y'all a chance to watch it, and then we can come back to it. But I I just I like. What's going on? And then at the end, you realize what was trying to be the story that was trying to be told and what was revealed or whatever, the big reveal and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I I see it, but that makes no sense. Like you would have to watch and understand the first Candyman to even get what this one talking about, you know? Yeah. So, but, but congrats to old girl, the number one film for a black director that is big. So props and kudos, but you know, should black people make horror films? Yes. Said, should we? Yes. I think we should make you think every so? kind of film. Yes. But I feel like I yeah. don't. I, well, I'm not saying this is what this this woman did, but I feel like it has to be done with the culture in mind, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we don't watch films, or we, you know, our entertainment is not the same as white entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like you can't make films or any type of content from a a white template, so to speak, and expect black people to flock to it or like it just because you make a black cast out of a white project type of mm-hmm. thing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's, that's the only thing I, I feel like, because like we don't watch horror movies the same. We don't, watch comedies the same we don't watch you know like there's different types of genres of of movies and television and tv shows or whatever the case may be we don't watch it the same 
you know, of course, there are some things that may cross the line. Like, I love Friends, even though I know it's Swagger Jack living single. Um, you know, I still like Friends. And there's, you know, still some things or whatever. Um, not know. to sound like completely racist, but like, y'all know what I'm saying. I don't like mm-hmm. Um You don't like Friends? No. I like Friends. I like Friends. Um, it's It's mainly inside jokes that I have with Wifey. Mm-hmm. Which, um, but while we watch Friends, there was a few inside jokes with her going to school and things of that nature that we was like, all right, let's watch it. Um, but then of course we have Martin. There's uh one of them black channels was like TV One or something yeah, like that. I, uh, they just yeah, play. no, not I, uh, yeah, TV One. Yeah. yeah, so they they play. You know the classics, the Living Singles, the the Martins, the Fresh Prince, the Cosby Show, uh, and they, they just play them for like two or three hours straight, and we sit there and watch it mm-hmm. the whole way through, and then be like, oh, it's eight o'clock at night. We we could have sworn the sun was up, and oh, it's eight o'clock. Well, I guess we got to feed these children. <laughs> so you know, but that that's just my thing. I was just wondering because, like, you know, I I feel like the the way this a lady, what is her name? Nia DaCosta. I'm sorry, no disrespect, but I just felt like, eh. I just felt like it could have been done better. I felt like the story could have been done way better than what it was. So I give uh, this movie two thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How old were we when the first one came out? How old were we when the first Candyman came out? I think the first one came out, what, like 89 or something like that? I I, I could be... seven. Well, I mean, you know what? Let, let me do. It. Okay, okay, let, let me look a, it up. And that would be. No, no, no. That it, would it be, came out. It, oh, it came out in ninety two. Okay. All I know is, I couldn't go to the bathroom unless I left the door open. What was uh-huh. our parents thinking? They thought it was okay to let us watch Candyman because it was black. You know what I mean? Because they let us watch it, and it's a mirror in every bathroom. You think I'm gonna go in that bathroom? Yep. No. Yep. Not gonna happen. I peed in trash cans. <laughs> I peed on myself. I don't care. I ain't afraid to say it. I'm not going into that bathroom. TL, nah. Andrew, hey, hey, somebody got to come in with me. My mama like, no, you, well, you better go to the bathroom. I said, not unless you're going to take me. Unless you're going to take me, I'm going to go to the bathroom right here. I'm not going in there. You, I ain't crazy. I know what it means. I know what it means. Exactly. And it's one, thing, it's one thing I realized about Candyman as a grown person. When you watch it as a grown with grown eyes, because you know we we was kids then, but watching it with grown eyes right. and knowing how long of a life you live when you mind your business, when you, you never, mind your business, when you mind your mm-hmm. business, he never bothered anybody that kept his name out their mouth. Yep, <laughs> yep. He That's never bothered. Of the day. If you shut your mouth and keep put people name out your mouth, and it's crazy that I say that, and I just saw the um, <laughs> I just saw the video. Uh, Summer Walker talking about her uh, baby dad's baby mamas because they was all you know talking junk about it. He was like, "Yo, leave me alone. Uh-huh. I don't want to bother y'all. If y'all just leave nope. people alone, Candyman minding his business always, and you want to call his name. I used to think it was three times. Now this one say five times. I'm like, oh man, they done extended it. Yeah. So he gave you yep. three strikes and you was out. Now you get to say it again. Five times is too many. Yep, too yep. many times." We hardly say each other name on here. Exactly. <laughs> now that's one of the <laughs> now that, that's one of the changes that I didn't like. I was like, now I know it was three times, but now it was five. Now I, I could be, but I was like, now why they change that? But that is the lesson when you grow up. You be like, you know, the lesson is if you keep people's names out of your mouth, you your life will be just fine. Your life will be good. Mm-hmm. Your life will be good. And y'all playing games so, with it. He was serious. No, no, I was serious. You thought exactly. I was playing when I said, don't say my name? Okay. Don't make me pull up on you. <laughs> pull up on me. Oh, pull up on me. So, you know, that is the lesson. Now, say, same here. Um, now, my parents was a, were a, a little strict when it comes to the type of content that we would watch. But, of course... We hard-headed, fast children. We found ways to watch it anyway. So Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Candyman, we watched all those. And every time I watched one of those things, I was traumatized for a long time after that. Um, 
you were talking about nightmares. I wouldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't sleep with the light on. Um, I mean, I couldn't sleep with the light off. I had to have the light on, like not even a night light. I'm talking about all the lights, my room, the hallway, like everything has to be on. And I don't think I brushed my hair or, uh, or brushed my teeth in like the longest time because I didn't want to have to look in the mirror to do that. Um, so, you know, you can brush your teeth with the eyes closed, man. Well, well, listen, but at, at that time I, I, I didn't realize that. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I could close my eyes and brush my teeth or, or do whatever. I thought I had to look in the mirror to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was traumatized. Now these days, Oh, my baby girl, I love you so much, but you're five. If you listen to this, uh, years on down the road, just know daddy loves you. But, um, now what, what my kid is being traumatized, she's being traumatized by baby shark and, and she's, <laughs> uh, I'm saying she's, she's what, traumatized. Now, here's the dynamic. Yeah. Th- there's this particular eel. I'm gonna see if I have it because I, I when I found out what had us so traumatized, I, I, I just like Lord Jesus. There's this particular eel on on Baby Shark. They scared the piss out of her, and she has been traumatized ever since. Like she 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 cannot sit in a room by herself because she thinks this purple eel is going to come get her. Oh, um, it, it's it is bad. It is bad, and I'm like. I remember when we grew up, and again, we talking about Candyman, Jason, Freddy Krueger. We talking mm-hmm. about them type of figures coming to get us. And <laughs> they didn't really scare me. Like I didn't no. have nightmares. I loved scary movies when I was little. Really? I remember the really? first one. It seems like the first one I watched was like Pet Cemetery. That's the first See? one I remember. Oh, yeah. The original with death. Cemetery. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh man, you, you was fascinated with death. So I right, look, y- that, y'all check this out. It didn't. Scare y'all me. check this out. This, y- y'all, y'all see that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, that oh, little purple no. eel. Really? Had my had my baby girl <laughs> scared to death. Oh wow, to death. And I'm sitting here like. What what are you expecting me to do with this? <laughs> what are you expecting me to do? Because I well, don't want to laugh because it's so funny. But she is like, well, you know, she has for dreams. Her to see something actually scary because exactly no no no. But here's the thing. So there's this one show that we watch. It's a Jurassic Park cartoon or whatever, and. Is rated Y seven or whatever because it has elements of fear. So you know the 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 premise is these kids go to Jurassic Park, things go sideways, the the dinosaurs get out, everyone evacuates, but these kids somehow get left behind. So now these kids got to fend for themselves on Jurassic Park. And every episode they're being chased by Tyrannosaurus Rex, Velociraptors, almost eaten, and she just sits there. And and the, you know the graphics are, are you know it's not cartoons it's, it's like the 3D CG type stuff mm-hmm. and it's actually a pretty good show so I'd be sitting there watching it with them like oh no y'all y'all better watch out and uh, so she'd be sitting there you know run run watch out there's the dinosaur you know and she'd be watching and I was like now you watch a show like this where it's just suspense and you know every episode they're being chased and almost eaten by dinosaurs and they actually have people be eaten on this show. So I'm like, you see and watch this show, but I'll be goddamn if you watch stuff like that. But then this thing has you. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't sleep. I can't do anything because this fucking purple eel got you scared of life. She, we have to turn the lights on. She's like, oh, I'm afraid this eel going to be in my bed and get me. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not real. This thing sings songs. Baby shark, do 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 do. You singing songs? What? what? Hey, baby no, I mean, girl. That baby shark <laughs> song is a thing of my nightmares. So I don't. Yeah. yeah. Now, now here is another thing. Now, my my son is obsessed with baby shark. So mm-hmm. he sings all the songs, like all of them. I, there were songs on baby shark I didn't even know they they sung on the show. 
and so he just he just loves Baby Shark. Got the shirt, got the toys, and all this type of stuff. Just loves Baby Shark. And I'm like, I, I just imagine you got one that's terrified of Baby Shark, and the other that's just absolutely loves to, uh, Baby Shark. So I'm I'm just sitting here like, look, look at look at this mess right here. But I'm just like, wow. I'm gonna have to toughen my baby up. I'm gonna have to make her do some push-ups in the rain or something like that. Like, nah, we ain't, <laughs> we ain't about to go out like, go out there. You about to punch some trees? I'm like, nah, we push-ups to... in the rain. <laughs> we do that, punch some trees. Uh, he'll kick the sidewalk. We gonna do something? Nah, we gonna <laughs> not no, not this purple eel. Even now, I'm looking like, all right, I can understand why you be afraid of, afraid of that, but this little. <laughs> I was like, oh man, ah, oh, come on. Baby girl, if you listen to this when you and your teens or whatever, I love you, but good gracious. Good gracious. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> not this purple eel, Lord. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Because I don't I'm like <laughs> So I gotta make, you know, those dad things like, you know, it's it's okay because you know it's not real. You know it's make believe, you know it's not gonna come get you. You're, you're, you know, I'm here, mommy's here, you know, that type of thing. And Ooh, that reminds me of my niece. Mm-hmm. This uh-huh. little girl <laughs> is not afraid of anything, okay? Uh-huh. Like, she will, she just, sometimes I, I'm afraid she's going to grow up to be a psychopath because. <laughs> and she just, no. you know, you know, I have to watch her, you know, watch him every minute. Mm-hmm. But I remember one night we were watching the doc, this documentary on the Night Stalker on Netflix. Ah, yeah. This little girl knocks on my door in the middle of the night, crying, talking about the Night Stalker gonna get her. I said, say what? (laughs) See? I was like, she, I mean, she was in the room just huddled in the corner, had all the lights on. Mm -hmm. I was like, are you kidding me? Not you. You Right. One thing I've, one thing I've learned one thing I've learned is just you just never know what what that thing is going to be for everyone. You know, they'll sit and watch all type of content and do all this type of stuff and they'll be just fine. Just absolutely fine. But it just be that one thing that you may not expect and then it just everything just kind of comes down and you're just like, wow, really? Of all the things that we've this is what takes you down? So I'm just like, you know, my, we just sit and watch stuff. Now, of course, you know, I don't let my kids watch everything, but for the most part, you know, and I'm the type of dad, I'm an anime guy. So my kids sit and watch anime with me and anime is basically like an adult cartoon, like, you know, without the sexual shit. Um, but, you know, like fear, all type of crazy animations and monsters and this, that, and the third. And she sits right there. Do, 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 Oh, daddy, I like this show. And I'm like, yeah, I like it too. And but this fucking purple eel on Baby Shark is what it takes you down. I'm like, no, no, baby girl, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, so I just that's just it's just funny. It's just funny what it is that that gets them, um, gets them like that. So. Um, has anyone heard Donda? No, I ain't listening to that. You ain't listening to Kanye West? He dropped his album. Um, or I just has he found out about it today? It's it's um. You listed the whole thing. I did. Mm. I listened to it. I bought it. I okay. bought it. Um. All 27 tracks. Well, it was only for 10 bucks. Um, so, about all 27 songs, which I wasn't surprised. I figured it was going to be a big project for him because he's been um, pushing this back for over a year now. But on Sunday, is it, better than it releases. Huh? Is it better than Scoop-de-poop? 
Scooty poo poo. It, I would say it's a little better, <laughs> but it's not even so much that I, I can't even celebrate the music, so to speak, because you know it does have a lot of gospel undertones and things uh, in it. Uh, no cursing and things of that nature. Um, so you know, I I can see that he's still walking, you know, his journey as far as into the things of God. So that I I can respect that. Um, and I, I can respect the fact that the world is open to at least, you know, follow along on this journey. You know, that they, they may not necessarily be, you know, born again, Christians or open up to things like that, but they're at least open to, um, accepting his content as good music no pun intended, but it's not even so much of that. It's, it's the, the mess and the drama that's going on around it and all mm-hmm. the storylines that has me interested to even talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for, for one, um, talk about Drake. I got to, I got to talk <laughs> about Drake, but, but I'm not going to talk about him now. I'm not going to talk. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. not going to be the first. So he came out and was like, nah, I didn't release this album today. Like the, the date of this recording is August 30th. It, it dropped on uh, August 29th on Sunday. He he came out and he was like, nah, I didn't drop this album. My label released this album without my permission. Mm. And there's been this whole back and forth about is this and this whole moral thing that people like, well, if he didn't give the okay to release his album and he wanted more time to work on it or this, that, and the third, then I don't know if I want to listen to it, but I want to listen to Kanye, that type of thing. Um, so it's been all this drama and stuff going on around with Kanye and the label. There's also a lot of drama going around with Kanye and the artists that he were, uh, that were slated to be featured on this album that ultimately were not featured on this album. Chris Brown comes out and blasts um, Kanye for removing his verse from a song that he would have been featured on, on the album. Mm -hmm. Soldier boy comes out, blasts Kanye over a verse that um, he did for Kanye that was removed when the album came out. Um, And a couple others, uh, a, a couple other people were, coming at Kanye for removing verses uh, and things like that. And even Jay-Z. And, uh, well, with not even Jay-Z. Jay-Z was still on the song. People thought people thought that he was removing Jay-Z when he featured the baby. That's the just baby. a part yeah, two yeah, to yeah. the song. So there's two versions of the song, one with Jay-Z, one with the baby. And and Marilyn Manson. Um Dunda. Dunda. Yeah. Now, 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 just just think about this. The first track of the song is called Donda. And all it is, is a woman saying Donda. 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 Donda, 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 You know who he got? 55 seconds. Do you know who he got? He got Selena Johnson to do that track. Just say Donda. You know, now, now we know who Selena Johnson is. We need all, like that's <laughs> that's one of my favorite Kanye songs of all time it's a for classic, me. Man. Um, so th- that's who just sat there for fifty five seconds. Dunda. So I'm like, okay, here we go. What are we gonna get? So it's it's a Kanye album. I you you can't call it anything. Like it's not one thing at all. It is. It it gives you my twisted dark. Fantasy. I think that's the name of his that album with all of the lights and monster and all that type of thing. It gives you those vibes. Um, so all these artists are going at Kanye because they were upset that his, their verses were removed. Now, now, I would just have to say, how big of an artist do you have to be that people are mad at you because they aren't featured on your album? Mm. Like, Chris Brown is mad because he's not featured on Kanye's album. Soldier Boy, I can see Soldier Boy. Yeah, you know, Soldier Boy. He always got to. Yeah, he's going to be mad at everything. So, you know, he's going to be mad at everything. 
So, you know, so I, I bit Draco. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, um, but even then he was like, he was the first to get mad at Kanye for having his verse removed. And it was a couple others, but there was also on, on the, uh, on the gospel tip, there was a particular lady. Uh, I'm going to try to get her name right. I'm going to get it right. Um, <laughs> help me, Lord. Because I, I don't know this artist, but apparently she's pretty big. Um, it's Breba Beno. Bree Babino. Bree. Oh, Bree Babino. See, I knew y'all would y'all would help yeah. me out. Thank you. Um, so she's featured on this well, album. Not supposed that's to be a, the bigger that's a good. Like, that's a good feature. Well, no, I know that, and you don't. Well, you you see, you have a little more Jesus in you than I do. <laughs> so, uh, not the one who so used to the worship, sir. Listen, I don't need you. I don't need you to put all my business <laughs> on the street. Don't, <laughs> don't see, see. Don't know you putting all my business Candy out there. <laughs> uh-uh, <don't say>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brie Babineau, forgive me for butchering your name. What did I say, Brie Babineau? What did I say? <laughs> He put it all together. I, did. I, I didn't. I didn't know. All right. So Brie Babineau, um, she she was featured on the album as a sample. There was a sample of her singing, um, uh, on uh, "Make Me Over." You know when she was doing the um, "Lord, I need you to wrap your arms around me." That little famous part where she got discovered for singing that. Um, Kanye sampled oh, that, put her? it on the song. I didn't know that. Yep, yep. Um, so she put out a, a a post and was like, you know, thank you to everyone who congratulated me on the Donda album. However, I had no knowledge of this beforehand. Ooh. It would have been nice to know before the album came out. SMH, who does that voice sound like to y'all? Right. So she's like, oh, he used my voice without my permission. Mm. And, you know, people are like, oh, you about to get paid. Oh, Sue, you about to get paid. Da, 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 da. So, you know, all that mess is coming out. Well, but that, though, not only that, ain't that on, uh, what's his name, album? Tony. Li- listen, listen. So, of course, Tony, now known as B. Slade, comes out and was like, oh, no, 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 no. He responds to her and was like, but you didn't call me to clear your version of the song. That was sampled, though. You were discovered by doing a rendition of a song I wrote 100%. So Kanye stole nothing because he came to the rightful owner of the song legally. Let's be clear here. I was like, ah! Oh! You know Tone. Tone fed up with all these church folk. (laughs) Exactly. Tone no, been, but Dante, you know, you know Tony. I do. That's your boy. I do. I do. And like for those that's who know, boy. because when I saw him jump in, I was like, "That's my nigga. That's my nigga." Like because just for <laughs> for me, far as musically, the main three people who inspired me the absolute most has in no particular order: um, Tony, Tech Nine, the rapper out of Kansas City, um, and Kanye West. Like those three has inspired me the most. Uh, and um, I actually, I probably would do Tone at, at the top of that list because he is just He's phenomenal. Dope, it's still, man. yeah, like he just. But you, you was on Tone in the beginning before yep. most people even knew yep. who he was. Out the Box album, though. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Man. Out the Box, like I was I'm on. I remember in middle school, we had it yep. on tape. <clears throat> yep, I had Tone on tape. And there was like the <laughs> early, early joints where he was, he first was featured on, you know, them little mm-hmm. gospel hit tracks or whatever. So yep. he was on um, one of those songs, uh, uh, Real With You, which he which later came out on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that song and I was like, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. And I've been following Tone ever since. I was with him when he, just like me, um, or me just like him, I guess, got tired of the church and put out mm-hmm. that crazy diss track for, on the church. 
uh, changed his name. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. He was going to everybody, changed his name from Tone to Black Maverick, then changed his name from Black Maverick to Beast Slade. And I followed him every step of the Beast way. <laughs> and even now, even now, I still, I still buy his music. He's so um, insanely talented. It's crazy because he actually started my mom, my mom career. Mm-hmm. I've started my mom career off to so, make yep. me over. So he's insanely um, talented. It's just the things that he can do with his doggone voice is just ridiculous. Yeah. He's an alien. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. An alien. He is a fucking alien. Uh, the talent on that dude. So of course, like uh, I think shade room or something picked up the tweet. Uh, and then, you know, they post on Shade Room because, you know, Shade Room is all about the drama and the tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people were legit like, who the hell is this nigga? Who the hell is he? And I'm sitting here like, y'all don't know. What? Y'all don't know who that is. Y'all don't know. I better put some respect on his name. Peace, y'all. Candyman. Candyman. That's number two. Okay, now you done said You done saying his name. Because he he come after you now. Listen. I'll, but yeah, man, I was, I was, but he's absolutely right. Because if we're being technical, the song that you were ad-libbing to was over Tone's song, Make Me Over. And he said Kanye went to the owner of that song, not the singer in doing her rendition. He mm-hmm. went to the owner of that song, right. which was Tone, and got the rights cleared. And just because that was your rendition, he had full rights to use it because the owner of that piece that you was doing your rendition over gave the okay to it. That's the business. That's the business. So, you know, it just, it's, it's so much drama around this album release that the biggest piece of the puzzle I haven't even gone into yet, which is, um, Aubrey Graham, Mm -hmm. better known as Drake. Champagne poppy. Um, <laughs> now we all know for whatever reason, Kanye and and Drake has been going back and forth on this passive aggressive bromance beef for the last about two three years now. Um, they've been taking these random shots at each other. Um, Kanye kind of facilitated the the Pusha T diss. Um, the uh, the the oh, what it what, what what was that diss that Pusha T did? Uh, story of Adidon or something like that um, where it basically like ooh yeah, he did Drake bad yeah. um, Drake so was talking about it's, it it's on always, the shop I, yeah he was talking about how Kanye was just telling uh, his business about his son and all that stuff mm-hmm. I was like damn yeah, yeah, yep. and, and, that, and, and that's Yep, and that's what kind of started or kind of fueled because at first it was more like a competitive type beef, but mm-hmm. that's when, you know, now Drake and Pusha T always had a little, it was a bit more personal with them. So Drake felt like Kanye leaked some information to Pusha T that Pusha T took and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of made things a bit more personal between them two. So Kanye has deliberately been pushing his album back because he wanted a showdown with Drake. He wanted to wait until Drake released his album because he wanted to release it on the same day. Um, And we all knew that. Uh, For those that kind of follow the story, he wants a showdown with Drake. Uh, Drake, for the most part, kept like little brothering him. Like, like, stop playing with me. Like, this ain't what you want. Like, (laughs) stop playing. Uh, Like, just real dismissive and, you know, real asshole-ish. Like, uh, and then for the most part, I was just like, you know, you, Kanye West... Why are you chasing and trying to get this fight or showdown or the attention from Drake? Like, as far as an artist, you're a bigger artist than him. And like, now popularity, maybe not. But as far as artists, like an actual recording artist, like, bro, hands down. Kanye, hands down. But I was like, why are you trying to get his attention? Like, maybe it was, you know, something there. But of course, you know, they had these little beef going on for for some years now. So, you know, they leaking information on each other a couple weeks, about a week or so ago, Kanye leaked uh, Drake's address after Drake dissed him on the song. Um, And 
And Drake's response was he was driving his car, but he kind of gave it laugh like, like you have no idea what I can do to you. You know, he gave a little laugh. <laughs> that was it. And then all of a sudden, his album got released without his permission. So I'm not trying to connect dots here. <laughs> but I'm connecting dots. I put this up on yeah. my social media. Like, I know y'all not going to see here and act like Drake had nothing to do with Kanye's album being put out without his permission. Because this is Drake we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And I'm just saying, the man got some pull. He got some know-how. He knows some people. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do something like this, like, oh, you want to reveal my Addy? You want to, you know, drop my address for the world to see? Which, you know, people for the most part already knew. Um, like, but you want to be this petty? I'm going to show you petty. I'm going to release your album. I'm going to release your mm-hmm. album. Like, <laughs> just... Dang. I'm going to drop your That's album. I know, I know you're waiting... <laughs> I, I know you're waiting to have this showdown with me, but I'm a, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you Petty. I'm going to release your album without your knowledge or permission, and then I'm going to release it early enough to where I can pick it apart and then mm-hmm. dish you some more on my album when my album drops. So it's just... <laughs> oh, uh-huh. oh. What'd you say? Oh, he ain't done yet? Yep, he ain't don't done worry yet? Don't worry about yep. that. Put it on. Put it on. I got that. Don't worry about that. Put it on. Twenty. Oh, he wanted 40 tracks? Did. He wanted 40. But like, he how, how many four tracks good. do he have ready? He has 27. Right, yeah, cool. just, that's fine. Yeah, that's more than enough. Go ahead and Bro. push that through for me. Oh. Thanks, Bob. Go ahead and take, <laughs> take all the peaches off. Oh, he really did. Oh, he didn't really want <laughs> that yeah, Donda yeah. to be the first <laughs> track. <laughs> take all the peaches off. So, wait, who, who, who is he yeah, featuring on Take all the peaches off. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris Brown? Oh, that's my boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, take who, him off. That's my boy. Who else? Oh, he got... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got her, too. Who else? You know See, what? I'm about to call them. I'm about to put that verse on mine. What if? Yeah, yeah, we what good. If, we good. Because he already right, set cool, the peace. date for, uh, I think it's September 3rd, I think, for, for Drake's album release. Uh, what if these verses that these artists are mad at Kanye about for removing end up being on Drake's album? Mm. <laughs> hey. Listen. Oh, hey. man. But it, this is a new level of petting. I'm talking, and people are coming to me like, nah, bro, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm just saying, y'all think this was over. Like, y'all think this is over. They've been doing this stuff for years now. And it was supposed to lead up to this moment because Kanye's been calling out yeah. Drake. Uh, he wants this showdown. I think Drake has some. I think Drake released Kanye's album. <laughs> I do. I think Drake released Kanye's album. That'd be funny. And y'all gonna have to really show me something for me to not believe that. I believe that Drizzy, Champagne Poppy. Yep. Uh huh. Is it ready? It's not. Yeah, just go ahead and release it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and release it. All right. Thanks, Phil. And that's it. (laughs) That's it. I think that's what he did. So, you know, now. With all that being said, I, for the most part, I, I did listen to the album. I like it. Um, of course, now I am like, hmm, is it the finished product, though? I don't know, but I'm going to listen to these 27 tracks. And, you know, we just, we just going to see. We're going to see how it goes. Because the real thing is, and this is the real fight that I'm waiting for and what I think people don't see. Because while everyone's thinking about Drake and Kanye... There, there's the boogeyman waiting in the background. And he's just watching. He's waiting. And this boogeyman has been telling y'all, stop playing. Nah, nah, it's Little not, Wayne. not not Lil Wayne. It, 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 it ain't Tunji. It ain't Tunji. It ain't Wayne. Nah. This boogeyman has been telling y'all. Don't mm-hmm. don't play with my name. And if you refer to me, refer to me as four letters. G-O-A-T. That's that's what he's been telling y'all. He dropped he dropped he dropped the verse. He dropped the verse no, yeah. uh, a few years ago on a, a, a track called Control. For you hip hop heads, you should know. Where he called out everybody. Mm. I'm cool with most of the niggas I'm rhyming with, <clears throat> but this is hip hop and you niggas should know what time it is. And he named eight or nine rappers. I'm murder all you niggas. Stop playing with my name. Now there's been this other passive aggressive. Uh, back and forth with Drake 
Now, Drake haven't been so dismissive in, in Little Brothering. This guy, because this guy has had him <laughs> on his heels a couple of times. And he was like, all you got to do is say my name. If you say my yeah. name, then it, it has begun. He hasn't said his name yet. I believe this boogeyman is waiting. And September 3rd is, is this the fight day. And this boogeyman goes by the name of K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar. I think Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar. is going to be dropping mm. on September 3rd. Then he gonna, I think... You think he's going to do a J, he gonna well, do a J. Cole, huh? Just, as much as I love J. Cole... Oh, yeah, of course. Not, don't because tell he's nobody, just, that just big put of it on that down. He's just that big and much of a yeah. force. I don't have to tell yeah, y'all yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Now, he did come out he, with he um, yeah. a, a particular letter where he was saying that this next album would be his last album on, on his label, TDE. Um, and I'm going to see if I can find it right quick and, and see if I can read it. Um, so th this was about a week ago. Um, Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. <clears throat> this is Kendrick Lamar's letter that he wrote a week ago. I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world while the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most. The life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TDD, TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the most high continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty in completion. And always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I pray for you all. See you soon enough. Kayla Ma. I think, you know, in the in the beautiful written, poetic letter that he's written, announcing that I have one more album on my label. And after this, I'm I'm gonna move on to whatever it is he's gonna move on to. He's saying, listen. Come outside. Hmm. Come on outside. Don't, don't get off that porch. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm coming outside. No, I'm, I'm coming outside. I think, I think that was the, the hidden message there. All right, y'all, y'all go ahead. You know what, Kanye? Move, move aside. This ain't even about you. But you, you, you over here. In the summer, it goes rising down, left us down. Okay, you 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 having a good old time? Come on over here, come on off that punch, come on. Come on. It sound, it sound like Dante Credo about to put out a diss album. Come on, you would right. think about to call out you some folks. Think, you know what? I want I want to see. Like, I think Listen. I think I think when you get ready to do your album, I think that'll be good because you you really I'm telling you, man, I have never seen a gospel artist battle rap the word of God and have people like, wait a minute, I don't have word, I don't have scripture in my raps. Dang. Really end people's career I, in the gospel industry. That's who does that? I was pissing a lot of people off. <laughs> I pissed a lot of people off when I was when I was in my JB Real days, I was pissing a lot of people off. And it wasn't even like intentional. I wasn't looking for smoke. It was just, this is what it is. And people were so jealous of me. So like when, when I wrote, and I still need to send y'all the link of like still mm -hmm. by far, like the, the most um, impactful song that I've done. Still. Uh, it's called Love and Hip Hop. But when I did that song, I just had so many people hit me up behind the scenes, just all in their feelings. Um, like, never mind the pain that I'm that I'm putting out on this song, but the fact that 
you know, I was confident enough to say things like, I have a dominant style. Oh, you say you have a dominant style. You who you don't you saying you better than me? Like I had so many people. Just people I didn't even you know, I would never even think would feel this way, but everybody was hitting me up. Uh, but at that point I was just so broken and just so so hurt by the grind of it. I was like, you know what, this is just time for me to let go. And I wish, I wish there was still a, a little voice in the back of my head that, that would have convinced me to, to keep going a little bit longer. Uh, but during that time, I knew what it was. I was good, really, 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 really good mm-hmm. as an artist. And everyone around me did not know what to do with me. And they felt like I was a threat. So they literally banded together to try to keep me out of arenas, out of opportunities. Like they literally did this stuff. And, you know, I wasn't coming at anyone's neck. It's just, this is what it was at this point. You know, I was under uh, Bishop Frank Summerfield and Bishop Frank Summerfield, he ain't care about that word. It's just this, this is what it is. If it hurts you say, ouch and move on. So that's, that's what my style was about. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, but I'm not going to lie. I am inspired. I am inspired like a motherfucker right now. Like, yeah, uh, I've, I've been talking about it, but it was like after this battle, you know, September 12th, yep, I'm I'm about to get back into some music. I've been talking about it, but I'm, I'm inspired because, yeah, after my top three, right now, number four is Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> so, uh, and, and my my five uh, rounds out to be uh, 5A, Royster 5'9", and 5B, uh, Crooked Eye. And then everyone else is interchangeable depending on what I need at that moment. So Tone A, Kanye, Tech 9, K. Lamar, Royster 5'9", Crooked Eye. I put them all in my top five even though there's six people. Hey, um, didn't on, on, on that track Family Ties, um, Kendrick Lamar tell, um, he said that... Um, Kanye changed his life because of me. Something like that. killing everybody that come outside. Something like that. I seen somebody dance to it. See, I don't listen to rap that much, but when I watch, when when I'm dancing and stuff, like you, like I said, I still stand by, you know, Dante Credo is my favorite rap artist, period. Mm -hmm. But when people dance to music, I'm like, oh, snap. Oh, he dancing to that? Oh, is that Kendrick Lamar? Did he just say Kanye? And it made me think about it, what Mm -hmm. you just said. He said, did he just say Kanye changed his life because of me? I'm killing everybody if they coming outside. Uh huh. So that that's that. So you 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 might be on something because I think um I seen that video on somebody's thing yesterday. Yep. But it it was. I, I think that's what's about to happen. So like this this Kanye Drake is is Kanye wants to put himself in that fight. He wants to put himself in that position. But this ain't your fight, sir. This this ain't as much as I love you, you are a genius. But this ain't your fight. This isn't your fight. And right now we may have the absolute last chance to see the fight that we actually want to see. And and the, the dude just waiting. K Dot's waiting. He's just waiting. Now I don't got to say anything. You know, I don't release no dance records. I don't leave, they they've been going back and forth subliminally for years. You know. I'm just, I'm just ready for it. I'm ready for it. That's all. That's all I'm ready for. K dot coming. Candyman. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done fanboying out. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all fanboyed out. <laughs> but, uh, I, I want y'all to answer a question for me. True or false? Ginger ale and water is the medicine to black people. All we got to do to oh, feel yeah. better is drink ginger ale. Drink some ginger ale. Mm-hmm. That was before. That was before Pepto. Yep. That was before uh, Tylenol. Robot- Get that ginger ale. So, uh, Robot- Robot- that Tussie. That Tussie. That Tussie. Before that Tussie. Before that vapor rub. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and get some of that ginger ale first. Yep. Yeah. You don't feel good? Go ahead and, go ahead and get that ginger ale. I'm oh, you, you got to cut on your forehead? See? Go get some of that ginger ale. Yep. If more people drunk drunk, oh drunk ginger ale, they wouldn't have had that Rona. <laughs> Say it again, Pete. Say it again, Pete, y'all. <laughs> if more people drunk ginger ale, they wouldn't have had that Rona. 
For real. Or you can go to. <laughs> or you can go to Cleveland County. You can go to, you can go to Shell Town. They got that extra bowl. Oh, yeah, you can go to Shell Town to get. Yeah, no, you just got to go to Shell Town to get some of that country water. Yeah. You know, that's that water mm-hmm. jug that's inside the refrigerator with no label yep. on it. Get some of that country water from Shell Town. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, a little shot of that, it, it, it'll do you right. Whatever you got in you is coming it's out. It's coming out. It's coming out. out. Go and get, get you some of that country that water. That country water, that water, baby. That, yep, that, that water, water, baby, from that shit. That water, baby. Yeah, good. So, so with, with that, yeah, so with that said, you know, uh, side note, thoughts and prayers to everyone in the <laughs> Nolans area with you know Hurricane Ida and all that stuff's going on. I believe the worst of it is passed, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so the the worst of it has passed, so you gotten through the worst part. So thank God. From what I've been able to see, I haven't did an extensive check on it, but um. Of course, property damage and things of that nature, but I don't recall any casualties uh, that I've been able to see so far. Let's go ahead and check that. But either way, it's still not the tragedy that people were afraid of as far as being Katrina 2.0. So um, couldn't be further from the two from that. So I'm really happy about that. Um, Yeah, them boy was saying uh, that that this was going to be, this was Katrina coming back as for her 16th, sweet mm-hmm. 16th. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So the, that's just what, uh, to what I understand, I don't see anything as far as casualties. So uh, I'm, I'm really happy about that. Really thankful about that. So, you know, you guys just continue to fight. I think just, uh, I think they were just more and not even the news outlets. Or I think just people for our social media and stuff, they were just like, you know, give your, give yourselves a, a chance to leave, get, out get out and i think people responded uh they helped one another provided uh shelter for those who needed it uh just really banded together because we all we got we, we all we got so um re- really happy of course there was a lot of damage and stuff but you know these are trees these are houses we can rebuild those but you know we we got to we got to protect our lives so shout out to everybody there um and any cuts, cuts, scrapes, and bruises you have, go and drink some ginger ale. There we go. Drink some, you'll, you'll hear right up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drink some ginger ale. I saw that tweet and I just laughed. I was like, you may be onto something. Yep, ginger ale and water. That's all That's all we need. That's yeah. all we need. I was mm-hmm. on that ginger ale bowl <laughs> all last year. Uh-huh. You hear me? Yep. All last year. Yep. I was on that joint. So, so it was like, it we, every had day. It, we had it in the house. Mm-hmm. We had it in the house. Yes, we did. Um, oh, another random thing that I thought was, was justice. Um, y'all know a few pods ago, we talked about uh, LeVar Burton that was basically snubbed from his uh, Jeopardy opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Mike Richards, the executive, mm-hmm. the executive producer that basically was like, mm, move out the way I'm gonna take the job. Yeah. He doesn't have the job anymore. Uh, he had to resign from Jeopardy because uh, uh, we, we're going to just act like we're going to symbolically put some blood over the door and we're going to let this pass over us. Because there were some podcast comments he made uh, in 2013 uh, mocking women's weight and saying some other crazy stuff. And so it popped back up on him. And so in the midst of to kind of quell the backlash before it really starts, he resigned. Um but, but I think I'm safe because I don't want to host Jeopardy. So <laughs> I think I'm safe. I think it's all good. So, but yeah, I just found it to be really, really funny. Um, yeah. So he, he is no longer the host of Jeopardy and they're starting a new search. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, that is, I don't get it. Why are you starting a new search when you already know who it's supposed right. to be? Uh, right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, but <laughs> you, you, you know, it, it's going to be someone you like, huh? But, it, but honestly, if I'm LeVar Burton, I wouldn't, uh, and I'm, I wouldn't, you know, say, oh, so you need me now. But I, I, I just don't know. I don't know if like LeVar Burton would. No, take no, 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 no. You're going to ask me, you're going to ask me to do it uh-huh. and let me have the privilege of saying no. Uh-huh. You're going to ask me and I'm going to tell you no. But you're going to ask me though. Yep. 
And if you don't ask me, I'm going to fuss that you ain't asked me just so I can argue about why you didn't ask me because I want to tell you no. Mess up my opportunity. That's my blessing. This is my blessing right here. Don't mess up my blessing to reject you. <laughs> you messed up my opportunity to say no to you, you heathen. How dare you? Mm-hmm. How dare you? But that's about it. <laughs> I just find that to be really, really funny, man. I was like, ah, the karma, the karma. But um, I, I just got a question for y'all. Just in, this is having to do with work. I was at work today and, uh, and uh, I was watching some of the things that people was wearing. Why do people purposefully buy things that don't fit them? Like, you, you know, you know, you don't have the body for that. Why are you wearing that? Like, because I won't. Is is it? Mm, so like, is is like, is there something that I can say, or can say when it's like, okay, I know what you saw on Fashion Nova, I know what you saw, but the model for that isn't the model for you. And so I'm just, I, mm, I it doesn't work and it doesn't fit, and how it looks on the model that you saw that you saw it from. It's not fitting on you, ma'am. You don't have the same type of body. Oh, it ain't. It ain't just. This it ain't just true. for women. It's for this men is true. too. I'm, true story. Now, true story. Look, I go in the store. Just knew I was gonna. Have, I, I haven't bought myself nothing in, in uh-huh. this whole year. But um, I was like, I, I was like, this is a nice shirt. My son got a shirt like this. So I'm uh-huh. in the big boy section, though, of course. So I, the thing, it was in the extra large section. Extra large. I got a chest. I got a grown uh-huh. man chest. So I got to get an extra large uh-huh. to feel all this chest in it, right? <laughs> we on our way to church. Now, I ain't never tried the shirt on. And um, and I'm putting the shirt on. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right. Okay, well, maybe I need to put this part on. My shoulder didn't go in it, uh-huh. right? So I tried the other one. I reached back and get the other one in. This thing had me in the fullness. <laughs> I was sitting up in here like this right here. I'm like, I had to call. I'm like this right here. I said, oh, my goodness. And I couldn't get out. I had to call my daughter up to the room. I said, Sam, Sam. She ran upstairs, came up to me. I said, Herbert, close the door. I said, Herbert, close the door. She said, what, Daddy? I said, help me get this shirt off. Well, let me tell you what, let me tell you, let me tell you what your niece did. Instead of taking it off immediately, she going to look at me and laugh. I'm like, you better stop playing. I said, you better stop playing. We're we, we going to be late for church. I'm like, we're going to be late for church. Man, you better stop playing. Don't you, don't you open it, though. We better stop playing. Oh, take this shirt off. So... So she finally get it off. And I'm saying, like, I'm sitting here looking at the shirt. I'm like, yo, man, it's extra large. Wow. Like, what's going on, man? Ain't no way that ain't no way that I'm glad I didn't take yeah. the tags off. Play yeah. me. I gotta go right back to Ross tomorrow. Well, you know what? See, me. You have to be careful when you go into like Ross and Marshall's because those extra larges could be, you know, from <laughs> uh could be from you know from, from Asia, from China. Because you know what extra large for them is a small yeah. for us. So you know, you just have to be careful when you're in those stores. I believe so, for real. She came, she came right downstairs and told my wife. I said, "What?" I said, "Yo, man, look, I laugh about it now, but it was not funny when it was happening because I didn't even have no other shirt ironed." I'm like, "Yo, we're gonna be late for church. We're gonna be late for church. Mess around with an old, mm. old funky shirt. Oh man, that was a true story, friend. It's up there right now. I can't wear it. I can't wear it now. I got to take it back tomorrow. So, I'm about to give it to my oh, son. Man. Hey, man, you, you, he probably can wear it like right now. Oh man, right now. I was so disappointed. I was, I was embarrassed. Yeah, uh, it was. You know, the the full mm, Nelson mm-mm. though. The full oh, Nelson. That's what got me. It's the full Nelson. For me. <laughs> the full Nelson. It's the full Nelson for me. Um, that thing had me hemmed oh, up. Oh man, that's that's just. Thing had me hemmed up, and I was locked. I couldn't even move. I was locked. Mm-hmm. Like it was all stuck in place. Oh, they can move my fingers. I'm saying like, yo, <laughs> stop playing. Like, stop laughing. And she just. Oh no. She looking at me laughing. She, she la- I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Drawing attention. Close the door. She gonna uh-huh. start laughing all out. Like people Just ain't so rude. Man. So rude. Just rude. <laughs> oh man. I'm not, I'm gonna fuss the toilet on her next time she in the shower. <laughs> I know how to get her. You do that too? 
I peep in. Gotcha. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. You <laughs> scurry on out. <laughs> yeah. I, I mm-hmm. come in. What's the matter? You okay? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? The water got hot. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm such a bad person. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I, I, I play pranks. But, uh, yeah, I surely do. I mess with, I mess with everybody in the house. But, uh, but that is it, man. Listen, it, you know, all hearts and minds are clear. Any, anything else y'all want to go over? You want to talk about that you're feeling? You, you need you need your, your soapbox because you know I'm 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 passing the milk crate. If you want to stand on a milk crate, anyone have a milk crate moment? Go, yay, huh? No, <laughs> don't do it, y'all. I saw the one that you with the baby. <laughs> I did. I did. So, so someone it. has someone had oh he did delete it. Mm-hmm. I bet because I bet that backlash was real. Mm-hmm. Like I had a baby trying to do a, a a crate challenge. Of course it was only like two crates high, but still. It was like come on, tail. man. He was yeah. forcing the baby though. Like literally yes. forcing the baby. Come on. Come on. Don't yep. get up there. Come on. And so uh, so of course uh, I know that backlash was was something fierce, mm-hmm. and I, I, I bet you he did take it down. Yeah, that, I, it, you know, not just take it down. Pl- of course, trust and believe somebody already got of it. Of course, it, it's, it's still making this rounds. I am sure. Yeah, I am sure. Look at this. Look at this dude right here. This dude right here. He mm. a fool. Let's go ahead. Let's get him. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all know it happens all the time. Hey, sis. <laughs> It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw the reaction. The joke just forgot about okay. everything. <laughs> yeah, I know what time it is. Bye. It's over. Stay dry. Stay blessed. Stay okay. here. Sit here. Um, yeah. Making right, so, uh, yeah. suggestions. Can I race yeah. <laughs> when you marry, you can. T- we married hey. people now. We married people. Hey, <laughs> we married people. Oh man! Well, yeah. listen. This is episode forty nine. Uh, thank y'all for for rocking with us. Uh, and as KT has already said, stay fly, stay blessed, and uh, until next time. Ha, ha, ha.